Guadalajara and Tigres. You know, it's funny how these things work. Um, life has a tendency to to bring you full circle, right? And so tonight we had a, a Chivas who were the favorites. They were closing in at home. They were at home. They had beaten Tigres before in 2017. And very quickly, it seemed like smooth sailing for Guadalajara. Uh, they scored 10 minutes in, then they scored another 10 minutes in. So in, by 20 minutes, they were already up 2-0. It looked like comfortable. It looked like everything was in their favor. And Chivas ended this first half very, very comfortable. But very quickly in the second half, you did feel momentum change. You saw the intensity from Tigres. And I will say that in a controversial fashion, I think Paunovic was a little bit too ahead of himself. Took out his best player, Alexis Vega. Took out some players. And that completely changed the dynamic of the team. And slowly but surely, Thetis crawled back into the game. They were giving away way too much possession. And you get the pre, you get the you get the penalty kick, and then all of a sudden, you're within one goal of of tying things up, the momentum, and of course the second goal from Cordoba. And you know you look at at Chivas, and they just you look around, and you're like, who the hell is going to score a goal for them? Because you just took out Cisneros, you took out Vega. You, you you parked the bus way too early in the match. And, you know, that's on Pau. That's on the coach to, you know, he, he parked the bus way too soon. You live and you learn, right? You lose in overtime and and uh, Tigres get that full revenge from Chivas. I'm sure Gignac is, is very happy right now. You know, lost to Chivas in 2017. Now he gets the, he gets the, he gets to lift the trophy in Guadalajara. And, uh, you know, kudos goes to, to Tigres, man. Uh, they definitely deserve it. And, um, you know, no harm, no foul. Honestly, I'm not even mad. I don't know. Abdias, what it, you know, you're a neutral here. You're a, you're a Cruz Azul fan. What, what's your thoughts on the match? Hopefully you enjoyed it and welcome to the show. Evening, gentlemen. Yeah, no, I enjoyed it. Unfortunately, I missed out most of it. I got to watch all of the overtime. Oh, and okay. you know what, guys? It was a great game. Your team... Chivas had multiple chances at the end, and a lot of calls went your way. Yeah, right? there was there was a lot of action. There was a lot of moments where you had it and you just missed it. Yeah, it's, damn guys, Team Gorditas came through. They have been calling it. Hey man, um, and shout out to Tigres. You know they ended the regular season in seventh place. No one really gave them a, a look. No one actually really thought that they were a championship caliber team. And of course, you know, this is Liga, man. This is La Liga Emekis and anyone can, can steal a title. And honestly, you know, good for, good for Tigres, bro. They, they figure shit out and said, well, man, this dude took over a team. Like what? Like, like, I don't know, mid season or something like, <laughs> cause they had, they had, Diego, Diego Coca was the coach. And then he, 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 uh, he accepted the Mexico offer, so they had to replace him with Chima Ruiz, and then Chima Ruiz got fired, and then he, this dude takes over, man. He wins a title. <laughs> Let's be honest. He got lucky, all right? He got very lucky. He got a very good squad. He was able to put in the work. Now, the one thing that I will say is even when he took over Cruz Azul, he brings an identity. He brings attacking football, which before... Tigres, it had been kind of the tucabos, right? Just, just park the bus, be slower. Then 
they they went through Miguel came through it didn't really work out and all that and then the changes so Siboldi came in at the right time I just think the key right here was that Cordova finally let his hair grow oh. superpowers <laughs> came back all right that Samsung strength was like I'm here to fuck shit up yeah Hey, that's actually a good point you bring up because he did, huh? He did cut his hair, right? Yeah, he had short hair, and that's the one thing that I've been noticing, man. Every single time he cuts his hair, it's like he shit, and then it grows back. You lose your powers. And he's like el pinche matador all over again. Coming back. <laughs> hey, you know, and I was actually, you know, Cordova coming up into the Chivas match had a five-game, you know, goal streak, and um. In that first leg in el in el volcan, you know, he estaba apagado. He didn't score anything. So we broke his like goal streak. And I mean, that was the key to success for Chivas, right? If you can neutralize Gignac, if you can neutralize uh Cordova, you're gonna win the game. And you know, for 45 minutes, well actually 90 plus 45 minutes, they had done that, right? So Chivas, but there's only so much you can, you know, it's like there's only so much what you can withstand, right? And I think that was the fault for Chivas, right? It's like you score early, you score two goals early, you have this like this uh, false sense of confidence. But again, like my opinion, uh, experience was the deciding factor. And you know, I think Bao should know better because this isn't his first rodeo. It's not like this is his first opportunity coaching. But he should have known better to not pull his players that that soon. Because he's he's pulled the wool over teams that did that, right? He did that against America. America did exactly the same thing to Chivas. Like, hey, we're just going to pull our players and hold on to this lead. And then at the end of the day, bro, it's it's whoever wants it more and whoever doesn't back down, man. And uh, unfortunately, you know, Chivas uh, had to pay, a, pay the price tonight. Um, but, you know, me, like, hey, I'm a diehard Chivas fan since day one. This isn't my first rodeo. This isn't my first loss. I've I've witnessed finals that we've lost in the past. So like I know how to lose. I also know how to win, right? It's like you kind of got to stay even keeled in these matches. It, it is 50-50. It can go either way and like nothing's a guarantee. Like if there's nothing if there's one thing you can learn about Liga Mekis is like nothing is a guarantee. And uh Abdias, I know I know you probably felt that when, you know, Cruz Azul lost to America in that dramatic final. You know what? First off, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> but second off, I was about to ask, where does this rank? Like, cuánto weight? No, it doesn't. Second. It all right. So this is different, man. Because I honestly, like, number one, this is Baunovich's first, like, co uh, you know, first try as a coach with 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 Chivas, and the fact that he took us to a final and we almost won it is that's pretty impressive. To, you know, especially considering the fact that we don't really have a dedicated striker yet. We don't even have like our full squad yet, right? Like we do have a pretty solid, solid roster, but the big difference is having a, a, a reliable striker that can score goals consistently. And unfortunately we lost Macias very early. So we didn't even have a chance. And the fact that we made it this far, you know, it, it, it makes me feel confident that we can do this again next season. Uh, you learn from your mistakes as far as like heartbreak and, and Oh man, how bad this hurt. So in my lifetime, I saw Chivas lose uh, against Necaxa in 98. Um, 2004 against Pumas, which in my opinion will probably be the most painful loss for me. Um, and then obviously losing the Copa Libertadores final and, and this one. But out of all of them, this one doesn't really like it doesn't weigh that much, man. We, we, we made it pretty far with 
It's different when you have like expectations of of like going far in a season and then you fall short. But I had no expectations with Alnovich. It was his first season, and you know the fact that we made it this far it it does it does make me feel you know okay. I can sleep at night knowing that hey, this isn't going to be our, like our last. It's not like the last dance. It's not like the Chicago Bulls on the decline. Like I, I'm confident they can do it again next season. See, and this is something that I said on the episode that you missed, and it's I feel like this is Stevens' last dance. Yeah. And looking at the shots of it right Absolutely. now, it's just like, all right, cool. You guys are like circle jerking the fact that you won eight and all of this. But bro, I don't think you guys can sustain it much more going forward. Like I think this is the last dance for your team, your generation. Yeah. Yeah. No, and like, you know, you look at Zignac, he's on the uh, other side of 30, right? He's 30, 37. So, yeah, this is probably going to be his last, like, title with Tigres unless they do something in, um, you know, the Conca Champions League or something like that. Um, But, yeah. Yeah. Nah, dude, like, I can handle defeat, bro. It's Trust me, man. I've taken a bunch of L's in my life. This is this is nothing. Um, And you have to go into the final mentally prepared. Like, hey, no, you you could probably you could probably lose this match, right? You don't go in there dreading it, you know. When we're up 2-0, I'm like, oh, this shit's over, dude. Like <laughs> that's how it felt like. It felt like Chios were closer to a third goal than Tigres were to their first. And you do need to show no mercy in these matches. You know, Tigres did it again did it against the uh, Toluca, right? They did it against Monterrey. They came back from behind, bro. And you know, if you look at it from Tigres' perspective. What a fucking win, man. What a way to win a title. Holy shit, bro. That's probably like one of their ultimate comebacks of, of all time. Yeah, no, like I said, like the last half, you know, I, I said on the pod before, um, Thetis, right? Team Gorditas. Like, I think it's the last dance for Gignac. I think it's the, the beautiful ending to a saga, especially getting that, you know, that rivalry win, that one that got away. So being able to put that on the put that nail in the coffin i think it's it's poetic justice so i was rooting for them and watching it as like from their side it was a beautiful game yeah the whole overtime bro was yeah. just amazing that goal by the way it was a deflection yeah it was it, it wasn't a hundred percent it was yep. a deflection in there that's why that's why i had that nice little arch like just that, that perfect little fifa fifa lob it you was know beautiful you know what <laughs> Looking at this through a different perspective, I'm actually glad Chivas lost because that means that Amaury has to invest in the team, right? If you win this title, you know, the ongoing joke with Chivas is they're like that comet that shows up every 10 years. You know, you won in 97, you won in 2006, you won in 2017. This was going to be like, oh, look, you won in this decade. Now it's like back to being, you know, irrelevant, right? So I think like with this defeat... Number one, this reflects on Yerro, right? Because he's a new sporting director. This reflects on Paunovic, and this reflects on Amaudi. And I'm sure all three of them, after this match, maybe even tomorrow, they're going to go into an, uh, a conference room, and they're going to be like, okay, what do we need to win this, you know, to turn this into a championship team? And what that means to me is like a blank checkbook. You pay whatever amount it costs to bring in some legitimate you know, reinforcements, uh, and you need a bomba. You need a bomba signing, man. And I think if you do that, you'll be back next season and you'll win the title. But, uh, you know, that way, you know, if Chivas win this title, back to obscurity, right? They can go and continue playing this, like, money ball team. Like, nah, like, 
you got to drop some legitimate reinforcements in the summertime. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to what this, how this team responds after this loss. And I'm sure it hurts, man, because they really did feel like something special. You know, beating America, beating Atlas in the process of getting to this final. It, it definitely felt like, holy shit, man, I think we might have a chance. And then you go up 2-0 and it's like, how do you lose that match, bro? How do you allow yourself to lose this match? And uh, it's going to be good experience for for these kids that are, you know, they're on the young side, right? There's only a few veterans left on the squad. So, you know, you come back next season, you come back harder. It's not that hard to qualify for, for the playoffs, man. I think next season it's going to be even easier. So, yeah, Chivas will be back. I'm, I'm not concerned. Um, for those that are on the Twitter spaces, thank you guys for hopping on. Feel free to request to speak. This is an open forum. We want you guys to, you know, if you, if you're venting right now, if you're crying, if you want to straight up cuss people out, just hop on. Like this is a, this is a safe space for everyone to, to spill their guts. Um, I'd also love to hear any Tigres fans in the house, see how you guys are feeling, but, uh, we'll keep this show going, man. Um, yeah, I think. I think it was the entertaining final. I think that's what matters most. You know, it kind of reminded me of the, the World Cup final between Argentina and France, right? A little bit. Yeah, two powerhouses that are going through at each other. One is a generational change, while the other is something that's going to be building towards the future. Yeah. So I guess that's the question for Chivas. So how... All right, so a couple things. You're thinking about un refuerzo bomba, right? Yep. Who, who does Chivas have? Right? Are you going to repatriotize somebody from overseas? Are you going to try to bring back Chicharito? Like, who yeah. is your refuerzo bomba? Because you guys tie your own hands behind your back. Yeah, so right. my immediate thought is you definitely do whatever it takes to bring back Chicharito. I think he just got a red card the other day with Galaxy. I think he's like, you know... He's starting to lose his uh, position over at Galaxy. Like I, I think like with that team, they're they're also used to having a shiny new toy every other season. There was rumors about Luis Suarez joining the team, and so I, you know, I think it's time for Chicharito to to come home, and I hope they have like a serious discussion about that, right? Because it's in his favor to go back to Guadalajara. He'll have the fans on his side. And you know that once you join Chivas, you're also in in good spirits with the national team, right? I think if he wants to have like a last run with the national team, you know, you play for Chivas, you start scoring goals, they can't ignore you, man. So if I if if I'm Mauri, if I'm at Hierro, you go after Chicharito. Um, you know, you could go after Pulido and bring him back. I just don't know if he still has it. Um, I don't know how he's doing out there in Kansas City. Uh, and then as far as like maybe another player that's kind of like, you know, losing his, his steam out there, I would say like Corona. Um, I know he's like been injured. He's at Sevilla, but I don't think he's like one of the main protagonists over there. And I could see him coming back for a, a large chunk of change. Okay. That makes it interesting. So we would see which one of those. Now, the thing is, if you bring back the Charito, which unfortunately that's the one that seems to be the most doable uh-huh right the one that i can see in the short range how many years can we get out of him let's be honest he's the end of twilight of his career so talks can we get what two maybe three tournaments um so chicharito right? is 34 
Um, you know, I mix that puts you about your prime. Right? <laughs> you know, I he the beauty about Chicharito is he, he's never really relied on his speed. I know in the 2010 World Cup he broke the the record for or he was the fastest player. Um, but he's one of those players. He reminds me of Pipi Inzaghi, right? Even towards the twilight of his career, he just has to be positioned correctly. He'll score goals, right? Inzaghi was. 30-something, 34, 35 when he went to the World Cup in 2006. And he was kind of like a role player at that time. But he did contribute to their their championship. He he did score a goal in the World Cup. And he came off the bench doing that. So I think in Liga Mekis, you know, let's talk, you know, let's be honest. It's not the fastest league in the world, the pace. You don't have to be the fastest player to be successful there. Um, but I do think he does a great job of just being at the at the right place at the right time. And, and Chivas need a player like that because you look at all this build-up play, you look at all this shit, and who's in the who's in the box? Nobody, absolutely nobody. And he is like he could go in there and just stick his foot out and score a goal. So uh, I would, I, I still think he, they could get a, a season or two out of him, um, but it has to be now, right? Like you can't wait until you're a lot older than now. So hopefully they push for him. Um, there was also a rumor about them bringing in like a like a goalkeeper. That was playing in like I don't even know where, dude. But it's like, dude, I don't know. It's like, Guacho's fine. He's he's totally fine. Dude, Guacho played his fucking dick off, the game, <laughs> right? So he he deserves a spot. He had a couple saves in overtime. I was like, how? Like these are Memo Choa level saves, all right? Where you ask yourselves, how the fuck did that happen? I honestly, so, I honestly felt it was it was more on Zignac than it was on Wacho, on that one that he spit out, you know the shot he spit it out and then Zignac had a straight up easy tap away. He shoots it right at Wacho, yeah. man. That was more on 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 Gignac than him. Yeah. See, you know what, man? I'm gonna dick right the Mexican and say, "Good job, Wacho." Okay? <laughs> Put those stats up for the Mexican team. Uh, I know he got called. Well, he was part of that initial list that Coca, um, you know, generated for the Gold Cup and the Nations League. So he's he's in the pre- preliminary list. Um, Yeah. No, I think we're fine on the goalkeeping part. I honestly think it's just the the final front, man. The, the, the offense, you look at the bench, it's like, who do we help? You know, who do we bring in, man? Daniel Rios, I don't know why we not went after him. Uh, Chivas were after Brandon Vasquez from Cincinnati, and that deal fell through. And then they went after this dude, who like, come on, man! Like, you gave him the number nine, and then he just he had a few starts, and then just disappeared from the squad. Uh, I would have much rather see someone from Tapatio, but Tapatio won the league, by the way, in the, in the Liga de Expansión. I'm like, dude, why didn't you guys bring anybody from that team to the at least to the bench? You know, Tepa Gonzalez or one of these other players could have, like. You have all this momentum going. You just want a championship with Tapatio. Why not put him on the bench at Chivas and see if they can they can help out? Because they have that that young energy, you know, that confidence. Yeah, that's exactly it. Because that that's the other question. It's like you guys seem to not use your Tapatio team all that much. You'll send your lower people to kind of warm up, and that's it. So I feel like that's a big miss. But ultimately, I have to ask the question that Will proposed last week of, is it now time where we recognize Tigres as a dynasty? 
oh. what they've been able to achieve over the last couple of years. You know, I think the word dynasty is thrown around a little and bit. They finally shake. I think it's I think it's thrown out a little bit too. I think they've thrown that that word is being thrown out a little bit too loosely. I think dynasty is um I wouldn't say a dynasty, but I do believe that they need to recognize this team as like one of the one of the the new big teams, you know? Kind of like how um you know, Man City, I think like I would uh, I would put them as like a Man City team, kind of like the new the new big team. All right, because even like as a Cruz Azul fan, right, we are considered one of the grandes. But in the last couple of years, Tigres has been way more relevant. Yes. Than anybody else. So let's see. Tigres has been flying the flag of Mexican soccer way higher than anybody else. 2011, 2015, 2016, 2017, 2019, 2023. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six titles. Yeah. That's a lot, man. That's a lot. Yep. And then how many finals? Um, They've only lost what? Runners two, up? Three? Uh, I don't I don't know the runner up titles, but uh, yeah, man. I mean, they're definitely... Um, They've definitely won a lot. They're probably the most winning. And let's be honest. If we've been watching the league, they would have been able to own fucking Libertadores. Those years where they had... They got um, runner-up in 2015. Edu Vargas. And all of those guys. They could have won it. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. What's up? Hi, Matt. Can't believe you're... uh hosting this man i have like no energy no motivation it's like some depression oh my god is your first loss dude it's not man it's not my first loss but it but how drunk are you i hate losing to america atlas and tigres bro and it's Ah. just at home and the way we lost like just being up 2-0 and and watch bro watch i kept saying that there's gonna be a game where he's gonna cost us dude is it just me am i being too critical or that third goal like the way he stares at Pocho, like why the fuck didn't you jump? There's and nothing like, you can do there. No, no, but I'm more like Watcho, what the fuck you're doing? Yeah. You knew that header was coming. Yeah. You're expecting him to clear it out? That's your job. <laughs> like, why are you staring at him like he fucked up? Yeah. It wasn't a point header from the penalty spot. Listen, man, it's it's easy to to look back and sit on your couch and criticize, but that was a very difficult play because of the 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 deflection, right? Lalo was on hit, hit his shoulder. It was like a weird bounce, and at that point, I think it hit the crossbar. Like it's just like there's nothing you can do there. You can position no, yourself. I'm just saying, like even if the deflection wasn't there, you knew the header was coming. Like you knew something your was coming. Was yeah. like Porto to clear it out. Yeah, come on. I all right. So I, I was telling you know my family we're all at my house watching the match. I'm like, hey, look, honestly, like, I I don't want to go to penalties. Like I we've been to penalties. We're not good at penalties. Like if we lose, we lose in fucking overtime. Like and I I would be okay with that. But I hate PKs, bro. PKs is just like, nah, man. <laughs> like put me out of my misery early, bro. And like you know you could feel it coming though. You could feel something was happening. After Tigres scored the PK, I knew, oh, this game's this game's about to turn on its head. You know, you, you cannot give a team any signs of hope 
And, you know, you kind of hopped on late, but I was telling you, man, this this is a lack of experience from Paunovic and the players. And and I blame Pau for this loss, man. Especially, you know, you go into the second half and you just give the ball to Tigres. What, are you going to defend for 45 minutes? You're not going to win the game that way. Then you take out Vega and you take out Cisneros and you park the bus for 30 minutes, bro. You deserve to lose by doing that. That's how we beat America. That's how they beat Monterrey. And that's how they beat the, uh, Toluca, right? It's like you've seen this. This trend, time and time again, if you go back and sit and defend, you're going to lose the match, bro. Straight up. I I blame Paolo, but I don't because, to me, what the biggest difference was was just the rosters. Like uh, know, I disagree has, with that. I disagree Dignes with that. has five, six guys. On I disagree that with that. Look at what we that did to them in the first leg. We, we absolutely neutralized that team in the first leg. So I don't think... Like if you but exactly he did what you should criticize him for. It worked in the first leg, but then it worked in the second leg. Well, that's, and I agree. Yeah, the first the first twenty minutes, I was like, they're gonna score any minute yeah. now because we yeah. have completely given them the ball. You're like, here they're you go, here's the chance ball, chance and chance and yeah. chance and chance. Like we, I knew the goal was coming. Yeah, exactly. But at the same time, I'm like, when you look at the bench and your best guys that you bring on are Pavel Perez and Conebrisuela. Yeah, you're fucked. I, yeah, you're kind of fucked too. And, and you know who deserves a lot of criticism? And honestly, I have a theory that I think Alexis Vega is playing injured because he took him out early in the first leg and he took him out again in the second leg. But I think Vega, man, that dude did not show up. He did not show up. And no, I, I agree. I think he's injured as well because that first yeah. leg, he was all iced up on his knee. Yeah. But even that, people criticize him for taking Vega out. What has Vega done? He has zero goals in Liguilla. Yeah. Even Repechaje, zero, zero goals. Yeah, Vega was um, non-existent, and it's part of – I know you've criticized him this entire season, and, you know, he deserves the criticism because we do inflate him a little bit. We do hype him up. And at the end of the day, what has he done, right? And I, I I will say, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. I, I, I will not be surprised if he comes out and says, hey, man, I was playing like hurt, you know, because he has had injuries in the past. And, you know, it's it's no secret that he does have like, you know, ongoing injuries. So but at the same time, man, like you take him out, bro. It's like you kind of lost like any chance of scoring a third goal, dude. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like he took him. It worked the first the game, and then it worked this game. I wouldn't put it. I mean, yes, Pauno is at fault, but I don't think it's as bad. Like for example, like Dano. Like Dano completely gave that game away. Yeah, and he has quality on the bench. Yeah, with Pauno's like, look, my guy's hurt. He was hurt the first game. I have mm-hmm. taken him out today, and I don't really have much responses on the bench. Yeah, for so sure. So now, now it comes to let's see what the team does. Are they going to bring him a striker? Are they going to they bring need a him a goalkeeper? Yeah. Are they going to bring him a right winger? Are they going to promote guys from Tapatio like Tepa Gonzalez and actually yeah, have exactly. like a meteor roster? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, if they do give him that and he still fucks up, then yeah, put it yeah. all on him. Yeah, real quick, if anyone wants to hop on and vent out, like that's what we're here for. You know, this this is for you guys. Um, uh, I want to, you know, open it up for anyone. Just, you know, raise your hand to speak and we'll, we'll put you on. Um, but yeah, uh, Pastor, what I was talking about BS earlier is like, I'm kind of, you know, in a way, like I'm kind of glad Chivas lost because now Yero, Paunovic and Amaury are going to get into a room and figure this shit out. Like, Hey, like, what do we need to do to win a championship? And he's gonna be like, here's a blank checkbook. 
who do you want? And again, my my top picks, um, Chicharito, bring him in. We need we need him. He can score goals. He can be that final missing piece that we need. Uh, that poacher, that that guy that just needs to be in the right place at the right time. We have all the other instruments. I think he's the missing piece. Um, and then you know, hopefully Macias comes back, but who knows? Um, if we can't bring in Chicharito, maybe Pulido. I don't know. I mean, we don't really have too many options to be to be honest. You bring in uh, Pulido. Um, and then if you want like a big bomba, I would say Jesus Corona. You know, he's at Sevilla. Um, I could I could see Chivas trying to lure him. Uh, and I, I could see that as a possibility. Um, I, yeah, I, I don't see any of that. The only one I see is Pulido. Chicharito has said if he doesn't win with Galaxy, he doesn't want to leave. He wants to leave till he's champ. So he doesn't want... Chivas name is priority. Corona, he's a Monterrey boy. He has said when yeah, he comes bro. back, we got Money talks, bro. Monterrey's preference. Pulido, though, every interview he says he wants to go back to Chivas, this and that, and he's been playing well since he's been back from injury. Yeah. I'd go for Pulido, man. I think Pulido I, would be perfect. I, you know, I just don't know if he has any jam left, if he has any sauce left. But if he, you know, I, I, I'll tell you this. I'd much rather have Pulido than Daniel Rios, fucking trash bag. Um... Who was that Peruvian we had? We sent him packing. Ormeño. Garbage, bro. Garbage. Um, or you know, you know, just fucking promote people from Tapatio. I mean, Tepa had a few minutes this season, right? Tepa scored three goals yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I rather have Tapatio promote from within. They were they ended up becoming champions, you know. And, and I was saying this earlier. Why not? You know, these guys won a championship like last week. Why don't you at least put some of those players on the bench for for today, like? No, that's why they played last night. They beat Atlanta three to one. Oh, they're playing in another like a super campeon. It was like super campeon. Oh, got it, got it. My bad. I guess they wanted they wanted to respect. Yeah, them. yeah, yeah. Listen, bro. Like, listen. I've been here time and time again. I was talking about like you know some of the losses that I've witnessed in my lifetime. Ninety eight against Necaxa, two thousand four against Pumas, which to me was the most painful. Losing in penales, Flamingo Medina missing, um, losing to Pachuca in the Champions League in two thousand seven. Losing Copa Libertadores, right? Like, I've been here before, bro. I know how to take an L. Um, I think, like, in Pau's first season to go this far, to beat America in the process, you know, it's it's not bad. It's not bad for your first first attempt, right? But uh, hopefully they learn from this, learn how to close out games, right? When you have the lead, I think that's been the difference, right? Chivas know how to come from behind, but they don't know how to hold on to a lead. So these are all things that you're going to learn from experience, but obviously, it does hurt to lose at home in front of your fans, uh, and and in the matter of how you lost, right? I, I I think it is it is a hard one to swallow. But we'll be back, man. We'll be back. I, I'm not concerned. I, I'm confident that they can get they can they can do this again and run it back. No, I agree. And the warning signs were there. You know, the first games of the season barely closed out against Monterrey with that one zero. Had like the missed penalty on their end at the end. Uh, Tigres, same thing. Like had trouble closing that game out, but barely pulled it off. So like the warning signs were there throughout the whole season, but I just think it just goes back to the roster. You you don't have that depth. You don't have that meaty roster for a team that consistently wants to be in top four. You know, like you were talking about like Manchester City before the tournament starts. You already know like Tigres, America, Monterrey, they're favorites just yeah. because of their roster. You, yeah. You're not surprised if they're champs. With Chivas, is like, I hope they're champs, but 
but you look at the roster and you're like, outside of Bega and Pocho and like a few others, is there really much of a team? So let's see what they do during the offseason. How did we get this far? <laughs> exactly. With no striker playing oh a Oh, my God. Um, let me ask you guys this. Is the problem huh. with the market is that you guys are broke. All right? You guys ah. have only life money. You guys don't have Semex money. You don't have, like, oil money. All right? That's going to be the problem because everyone says, ah, pues le venden más caro a Chivas. All right, sure, that might be a fact. But the other thing is your finances aren't at that point. Yeah, I've always said that. Let's I, not forget I the conversation we were having a couple weeks ago. Y'all broke. I don't. That's why the whole dynasty thing, yeah, they won five, six titles in the last 10 years, which sounds amazing. But for Liga, Liga Mekis numbers, those are like 20 tournaments. And then the other thing, <laughs> they could, Tigres could have like 20 titles. And I would still not consider them un equipo grande. It's like, it's like Manchester City, you know? You come in, you win and everything. Maybe you'll be in equipo grande like 50 years from now. Maybe. But not right now. It's just puro billetazo. You're spending it well and it's helping you. Not going to hate on you for that. But same thing, if you gave that spending power to Chivas, oh, you want to charge me 2x for that Mexican guy? I don't care. I'll pay yeah. it. I got the money. It's a whole different story. So uh, no, I yeah. wouldn't I don't think they're grande historically, but yeah, results-wise, yeah, they're up there. But I'm still not gonna, you know, it's like Toluca. Toluca has what, like 10 titles? No one calls them grandes. Yeah. I think right now, maybe. If they leapfrog America and Chivas, I think they might reconsider shuffling everything. Um, how do you guys feel about the referee? You know, you hate to win or lose a title because of the ref's decisions. I think that in some parts of the game, he was uh, neutral, but then other parts of the game, he kind of leaned towards, you know, a team. Um, do you guys agree with the handball with Boyle? How do, how do you guys feel about that? I'm not sure if others want to speak. That's what I'm waiting for. But personally, I only saw that one quick replay. I was like, okay, it's a PK. Even they knew it. They didn't even like him. Yeah, they knew. Yeah. yeah. Let's just let's just go. Let's take care of it. But no, I think what was the most disappointing things, like I said, those first 20 minutes of that second half, how they just gave yeah. them the ball. Yeah, for sure. They just gave it to him. Like, come I attack was, me. Yeah, hit I me. Was, slap me. I was pissed off then. You know, I was like, yo, you can't just defend for you can't park the bus for half an hour dude or 45 minutes it's not you might as well just give them the game right now if you're gonna do that you know and i don't understand why teams do that bro it's like why don't you continue doing what was successful and that is like hold possession and try to score a goal like i don't understand why all of a sudden they changed their dynamic like why change something that was working why not go for a third goal why not put them out of the misery right now like that would have you know, and there was parts of the game where I saw like Tigres like slipping and like losing focus, and I was like, "Oh, we own them." I think Quinones kicking the ball towards the locker or towards the, the bench. bench. Yeah. At that point, bro, I'm like, "Oh, we own them, dude! Like, we own them." If we could close you third goal, there it's over. I was like, "You go into halftime, you know, hold on to the lead, the two zero lead, and then it's over, bro." And and I was like, "Honestly, you score a third goal early, and that's it, bro. That's the game right there." And I don't know if it was because Diaz were just, be, or, you know, came out in the second half. Like, I don't know what kind of speech they had at halftime, or maybe they just had so much motivation. Um, 
but Adidas just fell right into their right into their hand, dude. And you can't be doing that kind of shit, bro. Not with not with the kind of uh, you know attack Adidas have. And I was like, I was conf- I was like, yo, like how does this squad with so many weapons? How have they not scored? Like I was like blown away that we ended that first leg zero zero with all the players that Adidas have and and the the streak that Gorda was having. I'm like, dude, the fact that we they they we they came out with everything and didn't score a goal against us. Like that was I thought that was impressive in that first leg. But it, you know, it's only a matter of time, man. It's only a matter of time. All they need is a spark. You get the PK, you get Gignac going, you get Cordova going, and the game's over, dude. Yeah, no, and yeah, I mean they, that first like them. They didn't produce anything. I mean, they had like two corner kicks. They had like twelve corner kicks tonight. The one Gignac missed first half. Oh that I know. Header, that was a goal. Yeah. Dude, that was a goal. Like, how do you miss that? That yeah. was a goal. Yeah. Not just for like any player, but for Gignac, he scores those. Then the one where it was the two the he somebody shot it and then he got the rebound against Watchell and like he missed it. Like he hit it right back to him, like really soft. That was one of those you just rip it. It's a goal. Like he was off. He was like way off. But yeah, if they would have been on their A game, they could have easily been up two two in the first half. Yeah. Yeah. Hey man, that's what happens, man. This is how finals go. Uh, how would you rank this as far as like uh, defeats as far as finals? Where would you where would you put this one as far as pain? <laughs> the Libertadores one hurt a lot. That one took me a while, and then it was yeah. the whole thing because like we had Chicharito throughout that whole process, and he just left. And I was like, why couldn't they kept him? Like yeah. beg to get keep him like just for two more weeks or something. Yeah. And it was like the Akron, you know, you felt like new stadium, Libertadores, yep. like uh, that one. I think to me, that's the most painful one. Mm-hmm. And especially because, you know, it was against, you know, South America. And that's the biggest flex you could have in yeah. Mexican soccer. But outside of that, um, I pu- I'll put a third. I think the Pumas one hurt really yeah. bad because I was a kid. You know, when you're a kid, you have oh, yeah. more of that innocence and you cry and shit like that. But I, I put it third. Libertadores, Pumas, then this one. Yeah. I, I the Pumas for me was the most painful for sure. Uh that's why I hate PKs. Losing to Pachuca and PKs, that one sucked too. But that was, you know, that's Champions League. Um 98 just pissed me off, bro. It's like you lost to Nick Goxon. It was like a one zero game. It's just like Yeah. Yeah. What I will say though, guys, is the um, the officiating was definitely in your favor. All right, you think there so? A couple calls where I was like, "Oh yeah, dude." It was Which one? One way. particular? Because I I was trying to think of like controversial calls. The push in the back on um fucking in the uh, box. You mean? No, 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 no. It was towards the end of the game. Oh, Aquino against not Aquino. Um, puta madre, we lo acaban de comprar de uh, this season. Tigres just bought him. Ibanez? Ibanez? Nope, next guy. Next Diente? guy um, has, has fucking puta madre. Cabrón. You know what? I'll be back. Diente, Diente <laughs> Lopez, or whatever his name is. Nah, Diente's been there for a minute. Oh. Um, oh, Gorragian? Gorragian, him. That push on the back where they got him from behind. And they kept 
the play going, and you guys had a clear as fuck chance for goal. Like, claro como el agua. No, but he should have been sent off first game. He had that tug pull on Alexis, which he got a yellow for. But he also had that one cleats up tackle yeah, right to the Yeah, that should have right. been a straight red. Yeah, even if you didn't give him a red, it would have been second yellow. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing that pisses me off about, like, they were then and everything, that they're biased. Because all they kept talking about was, like, the Mayorga play. Like, oh, Mayorga yeah. tried to get sent off. Mayorga this. But I'm like, bro, what about Gorarian? He should have been off before the 60th. Yeah. He had the cleats up tackle, no card, and then he gets the jersey tug, which is his second yellow. Yeah. I think ref was crappy both first game and second game, shitty, but both ways. Mm -hmm. I think each team benefited on some plays and lost on the others. But I don't think there was, like, clear favoritism towards one or the other. There was one that pissed me off early in the game. It was – they gave Chivas la ley de ventaja, but it was like there was no advantage for that play. You should have called that a foul. Oh, yeah, the Vega one. Yeah, I was like, come on, bro. That's that's stupid. Um, can't complain about the PK. The red card that Cordova was was hilarious. Um, uh, the one pissed me off, too, is where, like, they fouled, like, Pocho, like, near the corner and didn't call it. And uh-huh. then literally five Oh, the later, same foul, yeah. Gignac, same foul same on Gignac. Foul. Calls yeah, it a foul. yeah. That no. one pissed me off so much. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. Um. Yeah, I mean the ref, the ref can make or break a match. I'm, I'm salty about that PK. I'm salty about that man. I think that was the, 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 the that was the, the difference right there. If Chivas could have held out for a couple more minutes, I think they could have probably won this match. But you get a PK, dude. You're it's like a a shot of adrenaline for Tigres. Yeah. And Cordova, man, what a what a player. I don't know who's the man of the match. Who I don't know if it's Cordova. Probably not. I don't know who you give it to. I don't know. Their CDM was really good. He was a Pizarro? Old player. No, not Pizarro. Um the other one. Um Carioca or whatever. Carioca? Yeah. No, he he was excellent, like behind the scenes, like pulling strings defensively. Yeah. He was solid, but yeah, you know they'll probably give it to the good-looking white kid, Cordova. Yeah, how good was Piojo's goal, bro? That was like beautiful. I love Piojo's goal. Hey man, Piojo stepped up uh, during Liguilla. You know he got a lot of hate from myself included, and he responded. Unfortunately, Vega yeah. did not. Yeah, man, Piojo had uh, some big moments in this this title run or this final runs rather. Um, Bocho scored a very very good goal today off a corner kick. Um, yeah, dude, he he's definitely been the most impactful player I think this season. I think having Bocho there the as a captain, I think you know we missed that last season for sure. But he does have his moments where he, you know, Sapaga. Honestly, I think he's just been been playing way out of position this season, especially towards the end when, you know, Baunovich decides to play with a false nine. That is not his position, man. That's not how no, you, not, he, not he, you're all. not going to get much out of Pocho there, dude. I, I, that's why we need a, we need a striker like ASAP. <laughs> Correct. He feels a lot more comfortable with striker. And honestly, like you need to bring in people to like, be able to like rebuild everyone mentally 
Like, for example, like Dortmund, you know how they completely bottled Shot the that bed, loss? dude. Like, you have to shake up that team. You got to get rid of six, seven, eight guys. You think so? Because there's no way you're going to be able to mentally motivate them to go through all that hard work again. again if after what happened. So it's okay. going to be the same thing here. You're going to need to bring in guys from Tapatio. You're going to need to bring in. So some let's play a game. Who's out? Who's out for you? Who's out? Who's uh, on the chopping block? I don't. I don't think they're gonna like take him out. But who should have limited chances is uh, Lalo Torres, man. Like he was one of those guys that showed it today. There was a play it was like the 85th minute, where like you know we oh, between side to yeah. side trying to get in the cross, he and just, he's just the stupidest long ball. Mató el juego ahí. Yeah, yeah, like I'm like, what are you doing, man? And that happened multiple times in overtime too, when we needed a goal, and like one of our players would just kick it out of bounds. I'm like, really, dude? Just like kills yeah. the entire momentum. But Lalo Torres, uh, Chapito, obviously. All right, Chapito, this was like your final Cinderella oh, story. Oh, man. But did you see Mozo? No, no, Chapito. No, but did you see Mozo when he, when he, the, oh, his reaction yeah, when he got this? subbed out? Yeah. He's like, you're taking me out? Yeah. Like, he, he looked fresh. That's the thing. Yeah. He didn't look tired. If you're going to use a sub, use it on someone. Did he that have a bad. yellow? Did he have a yellow? Because I think that's my only reason. I don't know. I mean, I'll look it up. But even if he did, I mean, Chiquete had a yellow. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. No, he did not have a yellow. Because I was like, oh, he had a yellow. That's probably he took him out. But... Chiquete yellow, Sepulveda yellow, Briseño yellow, yeah. Mozo no yellow, and takes him out. Yeah. And he looked fresh. But yeah, Chapito, uh, Lalo Torres. Um, you know, everyone's going to say Daniel Rios, but they just bought him. They're not going to get rid of him. Uh, Chicote, what happened to Chicote? He was playing. He was starting. <laughs> and then the last, what, eight games disappeared? Like, not even getting used as a sub? Yeah. Um, Cone Brizuela, you know, love you, Cone, but same thing as Chapito. They you just know, renewed his had... contract. He ain't going anywhere. Oh, they renewed his contract? Yep. My mother's. Well, I don't know how you plan on bringing in new blood if you're renewing contract of veterans <laughs> that should be going to retirement. But yeah, if you're on Twitter Spaces, man, raise your hand. Feel free to request to speak. We want to hear from you guys. As far as me, if I was to put players on the chopping block, I would definitely get rid of Lalo Torres for sure. I was very disappointed in Pavel Perez, man. He came in and just kept like losing the ball, and it was a downgrade. Some of these okay. moves were downgrades. I'm Pavel Perez. He gets run on on the 61st minute. Gets taken out at the 101st. It concerning you just put him on the chopping block. Do you blame Pauno for making that stupid sub, or you give him like the benefit of the doubt? Okay, no, he didn't get subbed out. Did he? he got subbed out. He got subbed out. Oh my god! Came in the sixty first and got subbed out an extra time. Embarrassing, dude. Um. Mayorga, bye bye, adios. Oh, I forgot about that bum. Yeah. Um, I honestly get rid of Daniel Rios. That dude's trash, man. Trash bag. Just free up the number nine. Give it to someone that deserves it. Um, and that's the thing, man. You can't really shake up this team too much, dude. You know, Diva's Diva. He did okay, but he has his moments. But I mean, you saw him get sent off, right? Like he has his stupid moments. He pisses me off sometimes. No, I feel like it was necessary. I feel like a stupid moment was like Cordova. The way Cordova yeah. got sent out. Bro, you have a yellow. You know you have a yellow. Why would you touch the ball with your hand? 
when he clearly hasn't even hey, done the whistle. How would you feel? Most importantly, when you didn't hear a whistle. If we exactly. play, we all play till the whistle. All right. It was a dumb move. At least Debo was like, I'm stopping the counter. I'm going to drag him down. And he didn't even argue it. You know, he like walked up. He like, he knew. But I'm, I'm, I'm down to get rid of Chicote. And if you really want to like be like, oh shit, like this dude's not fucking around. You, you put uh you put Vega up for sale. Honestly, bro, those would be the two that I would say like Chicote. He's just living off fumes on your team. Like great. He scored a couple goals. What? Two years ago, three years ago, and Vega just bring in the money. Yeah, I right? agree. You guys can sell them and bring in the money. I don't care who wants Vega. I don't care if it's a team from Sweden or the Netherlands or <laughs> whatever. Sell them. I get I, the money and I shake think, it up um, and watch. I, oh, watch too. I wouldn't put him chopping block, but I would put him at second. Like I, I'm bringing in someone else's starting goalkeeper. You're not. Would you're you take Corona? Nah, I don't want mm-hmm. Chewy. Mm-hmm. Mm, he's Mexican. I don't want yeah. you. Isn't he one of your guys originally too? He no, he came from uh, Atlas. I mean, the thing with Corona, man, is the age, and you know if it's gonna be a good thing, or if it's gonna be a bad thing. Like Talavera, look at Talavera; he was still playing well yeah. for his age. Talavera's well, like forty something, forty thirty nine. That's the only thing you don't know. But then look at uh, what's his name, Cota. When Cota came to Chivas. You know, older than the most of the other players. You know, he's like thirty-two or something like that. Or, but experience that experience helps so much. Like that, that like sense of security back there. And if Corona can give you that sense of security, I take it. But then again, he has a Cruz Azul maldición on him, so I don't know if I want. <laughs> you know what? At least he throws hands. All right, so you know that when shit gets spicy. He's going to throw cabezazos and chingazos. Yeah, hey, he has that iconic picture of in the Olympics, like just beating the shit out of Neymar when he comes out. With... That was the Olympics or that was a friendly? That was the Olympics. The, oh. The, yeah, that's an iconic photo of Corona. That's a that's yeah. a Neymar. <laughs> yeah. I No, I'm serious about Vega, bro. I, I honestly think it, it would be like a very, very risky move. But look, man. You were given every opportunity to like give us and carry us to a victory, and you you did not. the The spotlight was too bright for you, right? And he has that. You know, he does have a a tendency to get injured uh, quite a bit. And I would I would be okay if he if he left. Like I I I would I would not miss him if I'm being completely honest. I don't think it's a risky decision because even with the national team, he's shown that he has dribble, he has speed, he has touch. He can, like, link up with other players. Pero no tiene gol. Like, he's, you know, he's doing everything right. Pero te mete, what, five goals, six goals in the tournament, if at all? And doesn't score when it matters, when you need him? You know, like, versus, like, Saudi Arabia, for example. Even in Liguillas and Repechajes and Clásicos, he has yet to score a goal against America in a Clásico. Like, he just doesn't show up. I've, so I would take yeah. the money. I, I mean, yeah, I don't think it's risky. I think it's a good decision. Take the money and tell the team, hey, we ain't fucking around. When I, when I look at Vega, I'm looking at, like, all right, dude, when are you going to hit, you know, switch into fifth gear, right? I've been waiting for that 
my entire life is like, when are you going to shift into the higher gear, like that next level? And he hasn't done it. He has not got, and I don't know if he can get there. And, and, and I think at that point, it's almost like you're losing out on money by letting him stay at Chivas. Cause I don't think he can get the job done, bro. What no, if he's capped? What if he's correct. just a good Liga MX player? Yeah, you're That's losing it. money, man. I mean, I hate to bring other teams into this, but it's one thing I always like praise about Real Madrid and hate about Barcelona that Florentino, like, he'll sell a player when they're like in their prime and gets money and brings in like another good player while Barcelona like lets them retire and never sells them and loses that money. Why do you want to hang on to Vega three, four more years and then you sell him to Mazatlán or Puebla? Cash in on them. If yeah. Tigres is offering you 10 million, 15 million for him, cash in. I would straight up. I wouldn't even mind. You a goal scorer. Yeah. You found a dribbler. You can find another dribbler in La Cantera. I honestly think he gave, like, he's he, he gave us his best years, right? I don't think, I don't think there's much left in him as far as, like, I think from here it's like uh you know his value is 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 uh is declining. Correct. Yeah. And his interviews don't help. Yeah, I play for America. I'm a Cruz Azul fan. Oh, like yeah. bro, like you don't even help your case. I don't think it's risky. I think it's the decision that needs to be made. He needs to be sold, yeah. take advantage of the money and promote somebody else to that like Sergio uh Bouquet or like somebody else. Yeah, that's the only problem is like, okay, you get rid of Vega, you get the money, who do you you do, who do you spend that on, right? I think that's another issue is like there's not really too many players of of his caliber that we can just like replace him with. And that's why I was throwing out the name, you know, Tecatito. If you if you get rid of Vega for Tecatito, I'd be down for that. I'd be down for that. But it would have to be a player like that. And we don't really have that many. It's Chucky Lozano and Tecatito, right? We don't really have too many other players that that could, uh, you know, be at that at that level. So, yeah, it would have to be a big signing for us to do something like that. Now, on the other hand, let's say, you know, the team doesn't get mixed, doesn't get jumbled up a lot, a lot. None of that doesn't get fucked with a lot, right? All that we do is bring in a couple of reinforcements and see how we were able to rock out with it. At that point, how much patience do you have with Bounty? How high is the expectation now? Because like you said, all right, cool. You know what? This one doesn't hurt because we've lost in worse ways. All right. With that being said, so how much, what is the patience? What is the patience like? Yeah. I mean, so look, this is Yerro's like call, right? I don't think a Maori is going to have that much influence on, on this one. You got to give him at least, at least another year. Before you start cutting the thread, man. I honestly, like, to be to already be talking about him leaving is ridiculous. Dude, this is his first season, man. He took us to a final. Like, this... And honestly, yeah. I don't even think we should be focused on Pauno. I think the real question is Hierro. How long is Hierro staying? And, well, like, that's the thing. Like, I'm not so much saying, yo, fuera Pauno, right? If if anything is, we know how Mexican soccer is. We know how result-driven it is, and most of all, how short-minded it is. You say give him another year? He's no. only had half a year. He's had a fucking half a tournament, right? Because yeah, we play a short yeah. system. So, like, that's the problem. We ask for immediate results when we don't really follow a process to get 
results or consistent results. Well, I mean, it's the way you go out too. Like for example, uh, Tano, he had like the he gave Chivas the game the last twenty minutes. If he would have been offensive and trying to get that third goal against Chivas or second goal, whatever, he would have, and they still lost. I think he still would have stayed or whatever, because it's very hard to find a coach with, you know, with America. They dominated every tournament. They were always up there, top two, top three. He takes you to three semifinals, three consecutive semifinals. So you're knocking on the door of success. You're like, maybe with one more reinforcement or with a little bit of luck, you know, last year, Ochoa messes up on the first game. This year, Fidalgo screws him over with the red card. You're like, maybe, you know, one more tournament and we might make it because everything's there. We just had a little bit of bad luck. But those subs, the way he gave Chivas the game, that's where you're like, all right, man, you can't stay. Like, you literally gave the game away. I think it comes down to Pownal, same thing. If he makes a semifinal, if he makes a final, and he gives, like, the game away again, it's like, all right, clearly you have the roster, you have the players, but you don't know how to use them. So, adios. But I still think, like, Hierro, is this, like, an experience? Like, uh, let's see how Mexico works out. Does he really plan staying long-term? Yeah, I don't think so, man. I feel like, you know, a guy that's from Madrid, everything like that, I, I just think he's doing this like a bucket list thing. You know, maybe do it for a year or two and then, like, go back to Madrid or whatever. We'll see what happens, man. It's still, like, like I said, it's. I think it's a little bit too premature to start thinking about a replacement. I think the team itself has responded really well under Baunovic. Like, I mean, look, he, the team looks like they're gelling. The team looks like they've they have the confidence. It's just like that final missing piece. Uh, but really quickly, I want to play a clip that is going viral right now. Let me see what's going on over here. Uh, Osvaldo gave him a, a hard question and he left. <laughs> the Olinus, man. Oh, like he like walks away from the. Yeah. Come on, Osvaldo. You can't be doing that shit. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, he wanted well, to compliment him, but insult him at the same time. It's, uh, it's a backhanded you know, compliment. What's his face? Uh, uh, Pocho the Nigris or whatever, the guy. Um, yeah, the brother he, of uh, Turco. Or yeah, guy, yeah. He, he's, like, in this, like, TV, like, chef show or whatever. Oh, is he? The, yeah, the guy was like, hey, man, this chicken's really amazing. But if you were left at 30 more seconds in, it would have been dry. He's like, yeah, that's why I took it out 30 seconds early, dumbass. <laughs> you know, it's like he just wanted something to criticize. Yeah, he just wanted, wanted to throw it in there. To criticize. Yeah. It was the same thing with Lightness. Bro, he just won the title. He has more Liga Max titles than Vega, bumass. Did he fracasso in Europe? Yeah, he did. He knows he did. But yeah. it's not a time to bring it up. Yeah. Oh, wow. Looks like uh, throwing a jab at Piojo. Este equipo con viejitos es campeón. 
<laughs> yeah, that, that's the guy who deserves to be an insult because you look like a clown. You call them viejitos and other champs. Yeah, man. Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, that's the big thing. It's like, how well did they turn it around as a team, as an aging team? You know? And no. I don't even think turn around because what was the guy that was after Coca left the whatever his name was, the assistant you know, coach. Yeah, that guy. You could tell they didn't like him. They were playing like shit because they didn't want him as a coach and they didn't respect him. I don't think C. Boldy's a genius. I don't think C. Boldy won this final. The roster won it. The players won it. Mm. You know, technical genius from C. Boldy. Cordova was like literally had a calambre. He still kept them in. Like he's like, I'm just keep the studs in, let them do their magic. <laughs> I mean, and when you luck your way into this position, I think that's the only move you can do. Just fuck it, leave them in. Toda carne las flor, vamos. This is the norte, right? Yeah, but that's my criticism towards the players. That with the other guy, Chima Reese, where his name was, they didn't want to play well with them. They didn't want them. There was, like, rumors that he would be talking in the locker room, like, before a game, and they'd be on their phone, they'd be talking to each other, like, just blowing him off, and that that's when the players knew that he couldn't be their coach because he can't manage stars. So it's, like, same thing with Piojo. Like, did Piojo piss you guys off and you start playing, like, crap with them? Or, like, I think it's a criticism towards, like, the players and, like, their lack of professionalism. Why weren't they doing this with Chima Ruiz? All right, so I got to ask you guys. I'm going to throw some names out there as far as teams go. You got Chivas, you got Arsenal, you got Dortmund. Hell, I even throw in the Miami Heat. Which team has choked the hardest this 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 year? Easy, Dortmund. You think so? Because they tied on points. It's not like they lost the title because of the points. It you was were at home. Goal difference. You were at home. Like you, you had to win at home. That's all you had to do. Just win at home. It's like if Chivas was playing versus Mazatlan, and you just had to beat Mazatlan that at your last home game, and you win the title, and you lose to Mazatlan or Querétaro or Puebla, whoever. All you had to do was win. Arsenal. I knew Arsenal was not going to be champs since <laughs> December because I was like, they don't have the depth. They don't have the depth to like. You know, they lose Gabriel Jesus, which they did, and then he eventually came back, or you lose Odegaard or whatever. You're not going to be able to keep it up. City has depth. They'll vent- you're eventually going to lose, and City's going to win. And then uh, Miami Heat, I'm not a big basketball person, so I couldn't tell you. Oh. But uh, I think I think it's Dortmund. I think Dortmund definitely choked. All they had to do was win at home. You have one of the worst Bayerns in the last 12 years, and you couldn't even beat them then. Yeah. Yeah, man. I think, you know, they're very, Look, si- guys, very similar. As uncultured swine, what I will say is that it's America. All right. That's the choke of the century right there. Because they had it. All right. They fucked it up. If anything, that's what I would say is the biggest choke that's happened this season. You know what's crazy is we were only a few minutes from it being a Monterrey America final. What? <laughs> In an alternative universe, it's a Rayados versus America in the final. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about Rayados, man. Rayados was they weren't gonna make it. Not they weren't playing for anything. 
right? No. America fumbled it. And also, if we're playing in the land of speculations, right? Because <clears throat> when you lose a locker room, one of the reasons why Tano left was what the whisperings are is because of the way the team handled being on the pitch. The fact that they were already crying 15 minutes before the game was done. Right? That your team had already given up and accepted the fact that they had just lost. Versus que se lincharon los huevos and for them to keep going. Yeah, I never did understood why that guy was crying. I think it was Suarez. I think there was, yeah, there was like 10, 15 minutes left. I was like, bro, why are you crying? Well, like, yeah. You're at home. You yeah. seen a goal. But yeah, I guess um, I, I could see like America with that being a bigger choke because yeah, they were at home. Azteca packed 100,000 plus. They had the roster. They had the coaching. They qualified, what, in second place? They were probably mm-hmm. the best offense of the tournament, if not them or Monterrey. And then, yeah, same thing, you know, it's your third semifinal. Like, it's third time's a charm. Like, this is your chance to go in the final, and you're playing against a Chivas who got lucky against Atlas. Atlas hit the post, what, three, four times? Uh, yep. Yeah. You know, barely. Chivas moves in with a 1-1. You know, all they could score was a one goal in 180 minutes. Then they play you, and they don't score at home. You beat them 1-0. And then you let them come into Azteca and beat you 3-1. to I can see that being a choke. I will, man, it's tough. Um, trying to think of the biggest choke job of, of the season. Man, I honestly think Chivas choked for sure. Like, you're up 2-0, bro. You're at home. You're 45 minutes away from being a, a, a champion. It's not like, you know, regular season. You know, like, you know, in, like in Europe, you have... It is a marathon. It is about like staying healthy, and I think Arsenal just ran out of legs at the end. And City's just such a great team. Dortmund, yeah, dude. I mean, Bayern, New- Bayern Munich have had like a, a what is it like their eleventh title in a row, right? It was like in their hands to win the match. So, but I do think Chivas choked pretty bad tonight for sure. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like me as a person. It would be so much more difficult to recover from that Dortmund loss, like as a if I was a player, than from a Chivas one. All right, you know, damn it, we got we have we we can play another final in December. You know, that's the next Liguilla final. True. But as far as like with the Dortmund things, like damn, bro, I got to come back in August and then hopefully in May. Yeah, we have a chance of being champs, and you know, a guy like Royce, who's like lost pretty much every final, every game. It's like. I don't know. I, I think that one would be more difficult to recover from mentally. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, that is a grind, right? 30, they play 34 matches in Germany. So to be 33 and just like in control of your own destiny. Yeah. Yeah. That must be tough. And that's why I think we should go to a long season format. Actually, we've had this conversation multiple times. Was it was Dortmund like all they needed was a draw, right? Or am I, or am I tripping? Maybe not. Uh, I think they did because they ended the they ended it tied right in points. But uh, yeah, or, or no, Bayern. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. No, they were two two. Yeah, they were two two. So yeah, they were like one goal away from yeah. They had a win basically, and like Cole Cologne, they were they tied the game against Bayern. 
and everybody at Dortmund started celebrating. Uh, yeah, it was it was crazy, man. What a finish to the Bundesliga. Very entertaining. Yeah. You know which one was in training too? Actually, Bundesliga too. Uh, Hamburg had one promotion. Like they scored like on the ninetieth minute. Oh really? They, inv- they invaded the pitch like the fans. Uh... And then the other team that you know they were going at it, they scored on the ninety fifth. They scored in the ninety eighth, and they took Damn. it away last second. And they had already invaded the pitch uh, back in Hamburg. And you should see the pictures of them. They're all on the pitch on like on the ground, just crying and stuff. Like they saw they had it in the bag, but yeah, the other team scores a goal the ninety fifth and the ninety eighth. Oh, what team was it? It was I don't remember the other team's name, uh, but uh, Hamburg. They were the ones that celebrated early. They thought the other game was going to be over. It's in the second division. Yeah, in the second division. Oh shit! Damn. That'd be so embarrassing. You invade the pitch only to find out you still lost. Yeah. Damn. That's tough. Yeah, and Premier League leads and Leicester City got relegated along with Saints. Everton, man, stay afloat for some reason. Yeah, it's uh, the Premier League. Those bums deserve to be uh, relegated. Everton is their second year in a row. They invade the pitch at celebration. (laughs) Is Is that what you guys celebrate? Not getting relegated? And speaking of relegations, that's out of Montes, man. What's gonna happen with him? He got relegated. Yeah, Espanol got relegated. Oh shit! Damn. What about uh, Cremonense? Sounds like he's coming to Chivas. They probably could get him on the cheap, but that's no, I think somebody will probably pick him up. I doubt. Johan Johan's team also got relegated. Johan Vasquez from uh, Cremonense. He's he was on loan there. And I think Genoa got promoted again. Yeah, lucky ass dude. Yeah. Napoli champions, right? Chucky, I wonder if he'll stay there. No, hopefully, I think he'll leave. It looks like they want the money. I think he's like their Vega, you know. <laughs> yeah, like, he's they, definitely they, their. He's definitely their Vega. Yeah. They expected a lot more from him, so they rather just get money from him now because they know they don't get the forty million from him now. They won't get it in the future. <sighs> Well, boys, the good news is we're not too far away from some more disappointments. We have uh, Nations League semifinal against the United States. That's happening in mid-June. Um, that's all going to happen in Vegas. And then we do have the Gold Cup kicking off in July. The final will be in SoFi. So we got uh, plenty of, of more opportunities for disappointments this summer. So do not worry. <laughs> but uh, definitely want to thank everyone for hopping on this Sunday night. Hey, man, we're all in this together. I know a lot of us are Chivas fans and a lot of them are neutrals. I I, I do wish I, I knew a Tigres fan. I would love to hear how they're feeling right now. But, I know one. He's just in Japan right now. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I've never actually met like a legitimate Tigres fan. I met Rayados fans, but not, not Tigres. Yeah. And you see uh, the tweet FMF had deleted. What was they said, it? Uh, they congratulate Tigres and they said, we also want to thank you for letting us have Diego Coca, you know, halfway through the tournament. Oh. And then they delete, and they said, estamos a mano. But hey. what, does that mean? what does that mean? Estamos a mano. Like, what? Yeah, what does that Ooh. mean? 
But yeah, they deleted it. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Well, hey, uh, I'm going to wrap it up right now. We'll probably have another uh, podcast this week, maybe on a Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, but, yeah, I want to thank everyone for hopping on. If you're a Chivas fan, hey, man, we're with you. You know, we've been here before, we'll, but do not worry. Uh, this is the beginning of of, of more finals for Chivas. I'm, I'm confident we'll be back next season and, and run this back for sure. Um, we'll get some more missing pieces that we need. But, uh but yeah, congratulations to Tigres, champions of Calasuda 2023. Y'all have any uh, closing thoughts before we put a bow tie on this? I know Ricardo's here, but he's just he's too scared to speak up, man. Man, he's been absent ever since been, that America lost. He's been ducking since uh, since we beat him, knocked him out of the tournament. I'm sure he's enjoying tonight, though. <laughs> Pastor, you got anything? Uh, my closing thought is uh, I'm taking a mental break from the game. Yeah. Honestly, it was sad. So I probably won't be focused about the game. So probably that next Nations League game. Fair so enough. I don't want to know nothing about it. I don't want to know nothing about the game right now. It's like, yeah. you know, the players are going on vacation. I'm going on vacation too. <laughs> like once they come back from preseason, they start talking about signings and stuff. I'll start tuning in. But right now, I want nothing to know about it. Yeah. Abdias, thanks for, for hopping on tonight. What you got for me? It's time to start watching Copa Libertadores, gents. Because it's about to be very dry on this side. Other than that, it was a good game, man. Like, you win some, you lose yeah, some. Exactly. I'm exactly. Ha- I'm happy that this one's up there and at least ranks in the top three most painful. So, <laughs> good for you. I'm waiting for you guys to have your Cruz Azul America one. That truly hurts. But until that day, I'll catch you guys next time. Absolutely. And for our listeners, uh, if you're new to the to the cantina, hey, look, we do this every week. We hop on Twitter Spaces. We record it in case you missed it. So we'll be on Spotify, iTunes, whatever your favorite podcasting app is. We'll, we'll be there if you want to hear a recorded session. Um, but I want to thank you all for fropping on tonight. And, uh, hey, tomorrow's Memorial Day. You know, take the day off. You know, relax. You know, if you cry, cry, cry at all tonight. But we'll be back, man. Do not worry. Chivas will be back. And uh, love everyone. And we'll catch you in the next one. Bye. Part, part one now for the dead homies. Yeah. <laughs>